Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. If you need further validation on the power of sports programming, check out Austin Karp's report last night on SBJ Media, how he outlined sports telecasts will dominate the top 100 most viewed programs in 2021 more than ever before. As for the first time, no major film, TV, or music awards show is likely to crack the 100 most watched programs of the year. It will be predominantly sports, showing again the power of sports programming. Meanwhile, mark your calendar for next year, August 11th. That's the reported date for next year's Field of Dreams game in Iowa. It'll be between the Reds and the Cubs. So again, mark your calendar if you want to go to Iowa in August. This is your Morning Buzzcast for Tuesday, August 17th. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody is doing well. We talked yesterday about the first game over the past weekend at Allegiant Stadium. Well, things will change in Las Vegas. The Las Vegas Raiders are the first NFL team to announce a vaccine no mask policy. This will go into effect week one. The Raiders will take on the Ravens and it will mandate that all fans at Allegiant Stadium be required to show proof of a COVID-19 vaccination. So how will this work? Well, fans will have to provide their information through Clear's free mobile app and health pass. They will upload that information to the app, show it to the team, and fans will be allowed to attend games without wearing a mask. However, if unvaccinated fans really want to go to the game, they will have the opportunity to receive vaccinations on site prior to the game. They will have to wear a mask at that game, but they will get a vaccination shot. So what does this all mean? I think this could be the start of many teams having this type of policy in terms of mandating fans having a vaccine. We saw it out of the Barclays Center over the weekend. Now the Raiders become the first NFL team to announce a vaccine, no mask policy. Yes, we thought we were beyond this, but this story is here. It's real. It's going to continue with other teams adopting similar policies. Meanwhile, staying on this subject, the Atlanta Falcons created a benchmark moment by becoming the first NFL team to reach 100% vaccination. Meanwhile, Arthur Blank's other team, the Atlanta United, also announced a 100% vaccination rate among players. So, both those teams doing very well on the vaccination. Arthur Blank Sports and Entertainment Group will also require employees to be fully vaccinated by October first. Let's move on to other news. We talked a lot about Endeavor going public. Well, Endeavor had its second quarterly earnings report yesterday since going public. It reported revenue of $1.1 billion, just missed Wall Street expectations for revenue. And while the company turned a modest profit in its first quarter, it had a net loss of $319 million in quarter two. However, Endeavor was very, very bullish about its sports assets. The UFC was Endeavor's strongest performer in the quarter. Revenue was up 70% year over year to $258.9 million. Endeavor said that the UFC has had its best 
first six months of any year in its 26-year history. That's due to strong ticket sales and demand for its pay-per-view events held through ESPN+. We have talked a bit on the Buzzcast how the UFC has been on a real strong run in sponsorship sales as well. Add all this up and the UFC is having a very strong performance for Endeavor. Endeavor was also bullish on two other sports businesses. They said the PBR is on track to have its best year ever in media rights, sponsorship, merchandise sales, and licensing. And in addition, business around the IMG Academy remained very strong despite the COVID conditions in its home base of Florida for the IMG Academy. So bottom line is that Endeavor performed quite well and feels very bullish about the UFC, PBR, and its IMG Academy. Meanwhile, the business portfolio of Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes continues to grow. What's the latest addition to his portfolio? Well, he will debut his first signature shoe, the Mahomes One Impact FLX. That's through Adidas later this month. I have a lot of respect for what Mahomes is doing on the business side. He recently bought into the ownership of Sporting KC, the MLS team in that city. Last summer, he became a minority investor of the NWSL Kansas City Royals. He's also in the restaurant business. He's part of an investment group that brought Whataburger fast food franchises to Missouri and Kansas. So Patrick Mahomes rounding out his business portfolio. He's got team ownership stakes. He's got the restaurant business. Now he launches his own signature shoe, through Adidas. We've got about 14 days before the start of this year's U.S. Open, always one of the best events on the calendar. Unfortunately, I need to miss it, but I know a lot of people are excited to go watch tennis at the Billie Jean King National Tennis Center. Meanwhile, sales on tickets remain strong. USTA CRO Lou Shear is optimistic the event will be able to be played in front of a full capacity at the Billie Jean King National Tennis Center. He said ticket demand is strong, but he did say it is being impacted by the lack of international travelers and fans. Remember, international fans make up a big part of the attendees at the U.S. Open. You won't see that this year, but ticket demand still pretty strong for the U.S. Open starting in less than 14 days. And you know, if you go to the U.S. Open, you always see some of the best examples of premium corporate hospitality. What did they do this year? Well, they have added about a dozen front row center court seats and they've turned them into courtside premier seats. What do you get with that? You have a concierge. You have in-seat food and beverage service. You have a car service to and from the event. You also get gifts. And if you're there during the final weekend of the U.S. Open, you get a private dining experience in the Players' Lounge. Try to make a guess on how much this costs per session. Well, if you guessed around $5,000 per seat and up, you would be right. So per session, that courtside premiere section runs from about $5,000 per seat and up, but what an experience at the U.S. Open. Let's move on as the NBA experience at Disney will not reopen. It initially shut down in March of 2020 at the onset of the pandemic. Disney said the decision to close the attraction was made jointly with the NBA. If you recall, NBA experience at Disney 
opened in August of 2019. That was a major star-studded event. You had Adam Silver there. You had Bob Iger there. It was an interactive theme park around the NBA and the game's history, as well as a retail store. But obviously, the league and Disney, not very bullish about the prospects of such an attraction post-COVID. So the NBA experience at Disney, another casualty of the pandemic. So let's end the buzzcast like we do around people. A change at the Atlanta Hawks. Its COO, Thad Sheely, has resigned and he will now launch a real estate venture in Atlanta. That's not a surprise to me that he's moving into real estate as he was a key executive in the major renovation of State Farm Arena in Atlanta and in the building of the Emory Sports Media Complex in that city as well. He also has a history with building design and real estate development. He joined the Hawks in 2015 as executive vice president for real estate. He was promoted to COO in 2016. That Sheely was a member of SBJ's 40 Under 40 class in 2010. That Sheely leaving the Hawks to launch his own real estate venture. And finally, very good news in the world of diversifying leadership in sports business. The German Football League, which governs the Bundesliga, will have a female CEO for the first time next year after naming Donata Hoffman as Christian Seifert's replacement. Christian Seifert, of course, moving on from the Bundesliga. Hoffman signed a three-year contract. She will begin her role in January. The 45-year-old Hoffman is currently managing director of a corporate investment firm. So what do we know about Hoffman? Well, the 45-year-old is currently managing director of a corporate investment firm, but she previously spent 14 years at the Axel Springer Media Group, which owns numerous media outlets and publications. So the German Football League and the Bundesliga looking for an executive with a strong media background. Also, Donata Hopfen was named Media Woman of the Year in 2014 in Germany. She also started her career at the management consulting firm Accenture. So she has wide range of experience, largely in the media space, which all sports leagues are looking for right now. So the German Football League bringing on its first female CEO next year to replace Christian Seifert. So that is your morning buzzcast for Tuesday, August 17th. I'm Abe Madcor. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay healthy. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.